0: What is good, fam? This is your boy, Coach Sal Fit, a.k.a. Salvatore Jr., and this is the SPF Fitness Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the excuses, break the scarcity mindset, and transform into the best version of yourself, then buckle up. You are in the right place. Let's freaking get it, squad. What is going on, Mother Truckers? Welcome back to another episode of the Shift Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast this is your favorite online trainer, Coach out. Let's get it. In today's episode, we're talking about carbs, carbohydrates. If you feel like carbs are the enemy... Think again, Um, we're going to have a discussion here today on what that looks like. Uh, So maybe right now you're doing salads, you're cutting out carbs, maybe you can't lose the weight, you're frustrated, you feel like you can't stay on track, or maybe you feel like you can't enjoy yourself on the weekends because all of your friends are going about at the restaurants doing their thing and you're just kind of sitting there getting your chicken salads and you're feeling really frustrated and the weight's still not coming off. Maybe there's a little bit of belly fat on the lower stomach, the love handles are there. Um, and maybe you're just not really enjoying the day-to-day process of that. And I really resonate with that. And we're going to shed some light on that here in today's episode. So if that's something you're looking for, you're in the right place. Um, and really quick before I get into that, I uh, <laughs> it's comical when i think back to the things that i used to do and that's why i share this information with you guys because i did that for so many years of like i remember vividly going to like the diner with my friends and getting lunch uh, and feeling like i i couldn't do carbs i legitimately for years thought that carbs were the enemy that i, I couldn't eat them because like that's what my mom said like and hey, mom if you listen to this i love you and we talked we've talked about this you know <clears throat> but Like, she instilled that in me. Like, carbs are bad. We need to cut carbs. We need to do cardio. We need to do all these fucking bullshit things. And um, that's the problem is, like, we get fixated and we think that some of these things are real and that we should be doing that because maybe... We get passed down. We get this information from our parents, from our friends, from our coworkers. And, like, you know, Sally at the fucking nail salon's telling you that she's doing keto. And you're like, well, maybe I should do fucking keto. And you don't know any better. How could you know any better? And that's why I'm talking about this because I literally used to do chicken and lettuce. That's literally it. I actually, it's crazy when I think back to this because I remember I would wake up and just literally do like egg whites with vegetables. And then I would do chicken, lettuce, chicken, lettuce, chicken, lettuce, shrimp, lettuce, like actually zero grams of carbs. Like it's fucked up. And I would do that for days. Not only that, not only that, but I would do, like, an hour of cardio in the mornings, like, every day. I would, like, literally be on the elliptical as a guy. Like, me and my dad, I, I don't know why we fucking did this, but we did. Every single day, I bl- Blink Fitness on Sunrise Highway in West Islip. I literally used to show up every single day and do an hour on the elliptical. And I thought I was, like, killing it. Like, and I would do very limited amount of resistance training. Like, sometimes I would only really train, like, my abs. I, would, I can't remember really doing my legs... I barely did upper body. Sometimes I did, but it was mostly just cardio and abs and cutting carbs. And I did that for so long. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I did lose the 60 pounds. I started at about 250 pounds and then I lost about 60. So I got down to like 185. That was like the lowest I ever was. And I remember at that time, like I felt like I looked really good. Like I had like abs because like, when I started, all I wanted was abs. I, wanted abs. I just wanted abs. I just wanted to see my six pack, right? I didn't really care about having a chest or a back or legs. I didn't know what bodybuilding was. I just wanted abs. And I spent a good like I don't even know what it was, maybe five, six months of just doing the, cardi- the cardio and cutting the carbs. And I did lose the weight, but the problem was then I started to fall into these serious binging cycles because I told myself for a very long time that I couldn't have the pizza. I couldn't have the donuts, right? I couldn't do all these things, right? And I decided to bypass that, right? And I think I'm getting a call over here on Instagram. That's why I kind of spazzed out. <laughs> so my bad with that, <clears throat> um, And I actually really need to take that call, but I'm in the middle of this now. So it is what it is (laughs) going to ride with this. Um, So that was the issue is I lost the weight and I ended up gaining it all back because for months at a time, I felt like I couldn't eat those foods. And it was um, a very frustrating process because then I felt like I had to start all over again. And uh, that was where I started to learn. Some different strategies as to what I could do, and like I, I, don't want you guys to have to get to that point, and that's why I'm recording this information because you don't have to cut out the carbs completely. It's just more about understanding how to navigate through that, which types you should be doing, the amounts, all of those things. And I feel like in this episode, it's it's going to be uh, really critical for you to understand this because it could carry you for the rest of your journey, right? So I like to start with stories for you guys to understand uh, a little bit about like where I've been and what I've done, and specifically for my clients, like you guys know this inside of the program. And this is why I really do believe in what we do here. And I got sidetracked because that call really threw me off for, for a second. Um, but like for our clients, we literally give you the exact amount that you need day to day with the exact amount of meals. And it's like, all you have to do is follow it. And like you guys know, like it fucking works. I know that. For our clients like that is uh, foundationally one of the biggest things is not only understanding your nutrition, but the amounts that you need on a daily basis. And then also, I think the most important side or I should say piece to that is updating that based on your feedback because here's the thing it's one thing to be in a deficit and lose weight but it's also another thing to properly reverse back up and then build some muscle cruise that maintenance for a little bit maybe go into a slight lean bulk maybe go into a mini cut like you might be listening to that and you're just like well what the fuck does any of that mean and i'm not going to spend any time on that here today because that's something that really is very uh I want to say meticulous for a, a specific client, uh, but it varies person to person. And, and I can't really give blanket statements on that. So I'm not going to address that. I just wanted to like quickly touch on like how some people will use my fitness and use the basic understandings from the things that they feel like they know and apply that think they're doing really well, but then be frustrated and not see the results that they want. And that's why, um, they don't get anywhere because they don't know what to do. So three lessons that I'm going to give you guys in this episode. So you could actually understand, uh How to navigate carbs and do better with your nutrition so you can get more results. That's why you're here, right? Okay. So first point, number one, pasta isn't making you fat. It's the amounts. And I'll say that again. Three lessons to understand how carbs are not the enemy. I want you guys to write this down and really think about this for a second. Okay. Number one, pasta is not making you fat. It is the amounts. All of the food that you eat on a daily basis has a nutrition label on it. And that nutrition label has a serving size, right? And unless you understand what that serving size is and what it actually looks like and how that fits into your macros, right? If you're not strategically doing that, then you're just kind of throwing fucking shit at the wall. You're just kind of like hoping that shit lands and you're leaving a lot of things to chance. And I posted a reel about that actually yesterday. You know, like I, I don't really believe that luck exists. I don't. I really do believe that when you're lucky, that means that you are continuously preparing yourself every single day. Opportunity comes and you can capitalize on that because you're constantly working. So what I'm saying is for me, like with bodybuilding, I'll give you guys a quick example, right? Like I, every single day, like I track, I weigh, I measure because when I get that one day to be on fucking stage, like it's going to be the culmination of all those days, weeks, months, and years leading up to that. And that's how I think about it. Now you could just take a, a percentage of that and apply that to your life right? But it's just about understanding, okay, how does this apply to me? Well, I should probably read these food labels on this Piece of food that I'm eating, and maybe I should scan that into my fitness pal. And maybe I should make sure that I'm in alignment with that with my macros based on my goals. And I need to do that consistently. And that's going to be something that I'll probably cover with my clients here later tonight when I get one more like to do that with them. Um, but it's really just the serving size. It's not that rice or pasta or bread or oats are making you fat; is the amount that you're consuming. Because if you're not understanding the serving size and you're going way over that, you're over-consuming the calories and you're not in an energy deficit and then you will not lose body fat even though you're doing all the right things so that's foundationally one of the biggest uh biggest things that i wanted to cover with you guys here in this episode i was gonna say last one but number two um second piece to that restriction leads to binging i'll say that one more time number two restriction leads to binging and going off of the earlier story that i shared with you guys um when you're constantly telling yourself that you can't do something what happens psychologically and logically what happens you want more of it you want more of it if you think about growing up your parents always said oh maybe you you can't go out that late you can't stay out that late you can't have alcohol what do you want to do you naturally want to try it you're like oh like don't tell me what i can't do and it's it's psychologically the same thing here when you're constantly cutting out carbs right? Telling yourself you can't have the pizza, you can't have the wine, you're going to want more of it. And then when you restrict it for so long, you end up binging completely off the rails, you feel like shit about it. And then you feel very guilty, you start to self sabotage your progress. And then you're like, fuck it, why am I even just get why am I gonna bother with this? I really just want my wine and pizza, you know, so it's just about practicing self discipline, drawing that line in the fucking sand saying, you know what, I really care about my goals. And I really want to lose this 15, 20 pounds. And that's very important to me. And if you take nothing else from this episode, understand that sacrifice is always the key ingredient here. And it's not saying that you completely eliminate something, but you just scale it back a little bit and you don't have it every fucking day. Maybe you allow yourself to have it a couple times a week. And if give you a little hack on that as well, if you have some heavier training days, like maybe a really heavy leg day, really heavy back day, that's when I would do something like that. Because during those workouts, you're probably using a lot of energy and you could kind of fit that in, you know, and like not feel like such an asshole about it. Right? Yes, as well. So one of my clients, Casey, is here with me a lot. And she dropped this comment. I'm going to read this to you guys really quick. I didn't think carbs were bad, but I just never reached for them. But honestly, now that I have intentionally been adding them, I have so much more energy. And this is a conversation that me and her have been having for a little bit. Because this is usually the thing that I see a lot with women. And I'm not shaming you guys in any way. For whatever reason, it's just been something that you guys are like conditioned to feel. Right? So just speaking off of that topic, like we think that like having more food usually is the enemy. But here's the thing. It, it's understanding the amounts of foods and the right types. So going back to Casey's point, I actually increased her carb intake and now she has more energy And because she has more energy. Her workouts are better. And she's able to build more muscle because she's probably performing better with her workouts. And that's the whole thing is like when you're constantly depriving yourself of its natural energy source, which is carbohydrates, right? Then it's going to negatively impact your performance with your workouts. And if you don't have the energy to perform, you're going to struggle to pack on muscle. And the less muscle that you have, the less calories you're going to burn at rest, which makes it more difficult to lose the weight. And that's why I always say the keto Karens, the cardio warriors of the world, they always look the same and they don't have any tone to their body because they're under eating. They're doing a tons of cardio, right? They're const- their body's constantly stressed out. They're not lifting in the gym because they have gym anxiety. They don't know what to do. And that's what we do. We just ride the Peloton. We go to the group classes. We go to the Orange Theory and we just pedal, 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 pedal. Because doing a a hip thrust or a proper squat seems like an insurmountable task that you just can't muster up the courage to do. And I understand that. And that's why I believe in our fucking program. Because usually it's kind of the same thing. I shouldn't say the same thing for every person, but foundationally, it's like, okay, let's let's ride this calorie deficit for a bit, right? Let's pull the body fat off. Maybe we cruise at maintenance for a little bit. Let's make sure that we're putting an emphasis on the resistance training, getting daily steps, good sleep, good water, all of those things. And then maybe gradually over time, depending on your feedback, we'll slowly reverse diet. You back up, we'll work on building some more muscle. This is gonna help boost the speed of your metabolism. We'll have more muscle, you'll burn more calories. You'll be able to lose more weight and keep it off because you're not restricting yourself. Because like Casey, You're able to get more carbs in your system and perform better in the gym, which is just making you live a better lifestyle. Okay. So that's what I want to make sure that you guys understand here. Okay. And that it kind of ties into the last point. Number three is just educating yourself, educating yourself, watching videos, reading books, hiring a coach, asking questions, doing courses. The information is there, you know, but we're so quick to just say, well, my mom said this, my friend at work said this. So I'm just going to do that. My favorite fitness influencer posted this crazy-ass dumbbell workout, so I might as well just copy it and have no structure to my program whatsoever, but I'm showing up to the gym, right? I'm doing all the things. I'm switching up my workouts every day, Alyssa, right? I'm doing all the right things, but nothing's working. Well, the thing is, is if it's not working, you're not doing the right things, but we have this flawed perception on what right things look like. And it's not to say that I have every single answer because I don't. But what I'm saying is I've been doing this for a little bit. I kind of I have a a decent uh, inkling, I guess you could say, as to what this looks like. And usually that's what I see as a coach. And, And, you know, it is it is frustrating and disheartening for me to recognize that a lot of people do feel like carbs are the enemy, which is why I really wanted to briefly talk about this today, because we just don't understand really what macros are or where our calories should be at, how to adjust them properly, you know, what a food label Like is how to read that, you know, like how to scan this barcode, how do I track this food? Like it can become very overwhelming, you know, well, how do I stay on track with the weekends? That's something that actively like our clients really are are working on. That is, is not an easy thing to do. Is okay, well, I'm great from Monday through Thursday, right? But then the weekends come along. I I don't have my meal prep. I don't know how to track. What do I do? But the more you track, the better understanding of food you could get, and then you could make better decisions for yourself without feeling like a schmuck about it. You understand when you look at it, okay, that's maybe about a six ounces of chicken. I kind of roughly understand that that's maybe about like 35, 40 grams of protein, give or take. Right. And that maybe that one cup of rice is roughly around 40 grams of carbs, maybe 150, 200 calories, right? Like I, I understand that because I track all the time. So when I go out to eat and that's what I get, dude, chicken's chicken, rice is rice. You just have to make sure that they're not cooking it a bunch of oils and fats. And you can just ask your server when you go to the restaurants or ask the person that's preparing the food. Like, did you cook this in fucking olive oil or did you cook it on the grill? Pretty straightforward question, you know, And like there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And I think we just really psych ourselves out so this this is a good question that i got on the last stream as well from visa 40 does it depend on the quality of carbs as well and yes it does i would say here here's like my few like let's just say top five carbs. okay i would say number one um fruit i would say fruit because it kind of like for me i have a sweet tooth and and i'll give you guys a hack i, I think um i don't know if i posted this yet Uh, but it's coming out this week. I think I have it scheduled out two cups, two cups of Oikos sugar-free yogurt mixed in with a cup of fruit and a scoop of protein with a little cinnamon. When you have the frozen fruit in there, it tastes like fucking ice cream. Okay. And what I'm saying is like, that is a good carb cuz usually it's lighter on the stomach. We're talking bananas, oranges, apples, right? Raspberries, blueberries. There's a lot of different micronutrients inside of those foods. And when I say micronutrients, I'm talking about vitamins and minerals, things that are really good for your body, for your gut health, right? For digestion. That you can't really get from the processed bullshit cuz it's simply not in there because it's not it, it's man-made those foods. Right? So a lot of things you see in the freezer aisles that are like the box de giorno pizzas they have the laundry list of ingredients that you can't even pronounce and it's all these preservatives to make sure that it could sit on the shelf longer so that more people buy and they make more money because the profit margins are higher. We have to understand like the system is designed for you to fail. I remember I listened to a podcast from Lane Norton. And for those who don't know, Lane Norton is arguably like one of the goats, you know, in the nutrition space. Right. And he was talking about how like a lot of these foods are scientifically designed to want us to continuously buy it more. I'll actually I've shared this on the podcast before, but for maybe those who are new here and haven't heard this information, I want you guys to think about this for a second. Doritos, you guys know what Doritos are, right? Like the residue that you get on your hands when you eat them, they do that purposely. So you lick it and you want more of it because there's a lot of sodium. You ever notice when you go to the bar and they put peanuts on the bar, they want you to have the free peanuts so you get thirsty and you order more drinks because they know the profit margins on peanuts are very high. They could put out a couple bags for fucking $2, right? And we leave it out there the whole day because it's a dry food, right? And you start snacking on the peanuts. What do you want? You want a drink. So you order a drink and you keep having the fucking peanuts. Because it's salty. You need to wash it down. So they're like, cool. We'll give away these these fucking $5 bag of peanuts. But if one person orders two drinks, we doubled our profits. And it's the same thing with these foods. They want you to keep buying the fucking DiGiorno pizza, the Doritos, all the bullshit. Because it tastes good. With the cheesy fucking crust and the, the shit that you get on your fingers that you keep licking off that you can't get enough of. Do you think that's an accident? No. The Entenmann's cookies, right? The soft, chewy ones that could sit on your fucking closet for six months and still be really chewy to the touch is they do that purposely. They design that to happen. So what? When you go and you remember that feeling of them being there for so long and they're still chewy and moist, you're like, how is this possible? I can't imagine not having these in my closet. So what do you do? The next time you go to the store, you get fucking more of them. It's not an accident and I'm sharing that, that I got from Lane in that podcast is because we need to understand like, these companies want to make money on us. Coca-Cola, McDonald's, they're billion dollar companies because what do they pride themselves on? Repeat customers. So how do you get repeat customers is giving them the things that they want. How do you do that? You make it really fucking good. Everything that you want with losing weight and building these habits is, you could make the argument that maybe it's not easy, that maybe it's hard, but what's hard is hating the way you look and feel every single day. And that's not a life to live. And we don't want to do that. So educating yourself was the last point in understanding that maybe, yeah, it's going to be a little challenging. There might be a little bit of a learning curve with understanding where your macros are, how to track them, how to read these labels, right? To know what foods to stay away from, how to stay consistent on the weekends. Yeah. Some of those things might be a little bit challenging, but what's more challenging is living a life of having health problems, you know, with being really tired, with not having energy, with not being able to to work out with passing that on to your kids like you could be the person for your family to change generations and that's how i see myself and that's the information that i want to give to you guys in this episode with this live stream here today and recognizing that you could be that person if you're just willing to get outside your comfort zone and educate yourself nothing's really stopping you from doing that it's just about actually implementing because we could sit here all day you could listen to me all day but at the end of the day it comes down to implementation and that's what i want to give here to you guys so again to recap this episode if you think carbs are the enemy think again these three lessons are going to really help you approach your nutrition a little bit differently. One, again, to recap, pasta isn't making you fat; it is the serving size. Two, restriction leads to binging, so just make sure that you're giving yourself a little leeway. Like I said, those leg and back days, right? That's when you would add that shit in. And then the last point, number three, just edu- educating yourself. Whether that's this podcast, uh, some courses, other people, there's a ton of information out there. Just be curious, ask questions, seek the information. I hope you got some value from this episode. With that being said, that's all I got for you guys here today. We'll see you in the next one, peace, love, and protein. I appreciate you guys. We'll chat soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you got value from today's episode and you want to work closely with me and my team, head on over to my Instagram at Sal That's S-A-L-F-I-T-T-O-R-I-O and message me the word ready and we could have a chat about whether or not I could help you reach your fitness goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.